Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of the Join Jessica XO brand, where I coach, speak, and influence women to improve their mindsets so they can become happier healthier, and more successful than ever before. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a series of pep talks that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, Well then, you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pet Talks podcast. Happy Monday. It is the Monday after Thanksgiving here in the States, and it's the perfect time for us to have a conversation about your relationship with food. I know with all of my heart, how difficult the holiday season can feel when you're struggling with your relationship with food. And I have seen so many conversations from clients of mine sharing with me that this is their first holiday season where they're able to feel in control with food and they're able to enjoy their friends and their family without feeling obsessed around food. And they're able to eat in a way that feels like they're really honoring their bodies and they're not going crazy with overeating and they don't wake up the next morning feeling like crap. Yesterday, I got the most beautiful message from one of my clients. She said, this is my first holiday where I ate what I wanted and didn't feel bad about it and didn't feel overstuffed so that I couldn't move. We even took a mile walk with the dogs after dinner. This is the first time I've ever felt good about myself on a holiday. Thankful for you, Jessica, and everyone in this MBS group. The day before that, I received another message from a client. It was a voice note, so I can't read it to you, expressing to me how this was the first holiday that she felt freedom with food and didn't feel panic and worry and stress and overwhelm around the idea of being in front of and surrounded by so many delicious foods, she was able to honor herself and her body. And I know that so many people woke up yesterday on Black Friday, yesterday for me when I'm recording this, woke up on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, feeling like complete crap about themselves and feeling shame and guilt and disappointment and sick to their stomach and looking in the mirror and feeling bloated and calling themselves fat and gross and telling themselves, ugh, Why am I like this? Why did I do this again? And thinking to yourself, it's okay. We're at the end of November. Come January, we are going to get back on track with our goals and we are going to gain control with our relationship with food. And I want to talk to you today about the fact that you should really be focusing on healing your relationship with food, not gaining more control with your relationship with food by starting another diet. I deeply believe that starting another diet to heal your relationship with food is like having a baby to save your relationship. Like, you know, those people, and if you're one of them, this is no judgment to you. People do this. This is a common thing. They feel like their relationship with their boyfriend, their partner, their fiance, their husband, their wife is on 
the fritz, like things are not going well, things are not going the way that they want them to go, communication is bad, they're stressing about things, they're not on the same page, they're not enjoying their time together, they're not able to talk to each other, they're not able to express their emotions to one another, they're uh, cold to one another, there are issues, right? Maybe there's infidelity, maybe there are financial issues, there's a host of issues within the relationship. And people will often think, well, maybe we should have a baby to save this relationship, as if a baby is going to somehow make the relationship better or easier. And maybe in some cases, having a baby miraculously changes one of the people in the relationship dynamic, and it can be a beginning to healing the relationship and improving the relationship. Most often, that does not work. Doing something outside of the relationship to heal the relationship is not going to change the relationship. You need to work on the issues that are actually at hand. You need to work on the communication, the finances, the love languages, the time spent together, the infidelity, whatever the issues are, those are the things that need to be focused on. But it feels so much easier to focus on something else that you think is going to bring peace to the currently unhealthy or failing relationship. A baby doesn't save your relationship just like another diet doesn't heal your relationship with food. Trying to gain more control with food by obsessing over food more, thinking even more about the food that you're eating, counting your macros, counting your calories, stepping on the scale a million times a day, waking up in the morning and doing body checks, obsessing over the foods that you're allowed to eat and not allowed to eat deepening the dysfunction in the relationship that you have with food by the way that you think about food of these foods are good and these foods are bad and I'm a good person, I'm a bad person. That's all toxic. It's very toxic way of thinking. And it's not the way that you're supposed to live in the dynamic and relationship that you have with food. But it is so important for you to understand that healing your relationship with food means working on your relationship with food. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand that. They don't understand the concept of healing your relationship with food. They don't really know what that means. I've had many clients come into my world, especially inside of MBS, who are like, I just want to stop binge eating. And they don't even understand what I mean when I say heal your relationship with food. They don't understand that there is actually a dynamic there, a relationship between you and food. And that dynamic is created by the way that you think about food, the thoughts that you have about food, the behavior that you participate in with food, the way that you feel when you're eating, the way you feel before you're eating, the way you feel after you're done eating. All of that is a part of the relationship that you have with food. It's easiest to think about this relationship and dynamic the same way you would with anything else. You can think about the relationship that you have with money. You can think about the relationship that you have with your best friend. It is a back and forth dynamic. And it feels a little strange to talk about it in this way because food can't talk back to us, right? Like food can't express its emotions to us the same way that another human being can. But food invokes and creates emotion in you. You know this to be true, especially if you're a binge eater or emotional eater. Food causes emotional upset within you. I want you to spend a couple of seconds thinking about what kind of emotions do thoughts of food spark in you? Maybe it's extreme levels of excitement where when you have food in front of you, you just cannot wait to dive in. You're like, oh my gosh, I have to eat this right now. I have to get my hands on this now. I have to swallow this food now. I very much so behaved that way in my relationship with food, especially when I was struggling with binge eating. 
I felt like I couldn't see food in front of me for more than like five seconds before I had to be digging in. It felt so impulsive. It felt so out of control. It felt so even outer body sometimes, or just felt like, give me this now. That could be something that food evokes in you, an excited emotion beyond like, I love food and I'm excited to eat food and food is delicious. Like that's fine. You're allowed to feel that way. But when it sparks feelings of it, urgency and intensity, like I have to have this now, that's not healthy for you. Maybe food evokes motions like fear because you're afraid of eating certain foods because of what that might do to your body. I've worked with so many women who were afraid of certain foods because they thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to immediately gain weight if I eat that. Maybe it's from their upbringing and watching their parents feel this way. Maybe it's just from the dynamic that they've created within themselves around their relationship with food. Maybe fear is an emotion that food sparks inside of you. That is not a normal emotion to feel when we're thinking about eating. We should not feel fear around food. There's no reason for you to be afraid of food. Maybe emotions that you feel related to food are guilt and shame, disappointment, frustration within yourself because of the way that you eat or the lack of control that you feel around food or feeling an inability to stop eating when you know that you want to stop eating, but just feeling like you're completely unable and out of control. And then you feel like, what's wrong with me? Why am I like this? Why am I not able to stop? And then those feelings are exacerbated by watching people around you have such a normal and healthy relationship with food. And you lay and you think about like, WTF, what is wrong with me? Why am I like this? All of these emotions that I'm talking about here are not emotions that you are meant to experience within your relationship with food. Your relationship with food, in fact, should be a very neutral relationship. Food is not something that we are meant to feel all of this incredible emotion around. It's something that is meant to exist within our lives, similar to brushing our teeth or taking a shower or going to bed at night or getting sleep or whatever the normal day-to-day routine things that you do are. That is the way that food is supposed to feel. Food is just a routine part of life that is never going to go away. And yes, we get to enjoy it. And yes, we get to like eating. And yes, we get to eat the foods that we absolutely enjoy and feel satiating for us and make us drool and excited about the fact to eat. Yes, we get to experience all of those things. But we should not be feeling things like shame or guilt or fear or disappointment or frustration or urgency or lack of control. And that's what I'm talking about when we talk about the relationship that you have with food. It's the way that you see food, the way that you think about food, and the way that you behave with food. And I promise you that trying to take more control with food by starting another diet is not the answer. And I know this because I believe for so many years of my life that starting another diet was the answer to healing my relationship with food. Because I felt like if I'm so out of control with food, if I can't control myself, I needed some kind of standard boundary rule guideline to tell me what I can eat and what I can't eat. Because that was the only way that I was able to feel like I was in control by obsessing over food, by counting every single morsel of food that went in my mouth, by stepping on the scale multiple times a day, by obsessing over shrinking my body. That was the only way that I was able to gain a sense of short-term control where it felt like, okay, I'm not eating like the world is coming to an end. Because I only knew how to live my life in one of two places where I was extremely dieting, 
restricting my calories, obsessing over everything I was putting in my mouth, or going crazy with food and eating like I was never going to eat again. But what you're failing to realize is that when you have a healthy relationship with food, you get to step away from both of those extremes. And you get to live in this beautiful area in between where you eat the foods that you love, you feel in control around those foods, you are free from obsession, you're able to experience balance when eating and moderation when eating, where you can have a slice of pizza and a salad for dinner and stop at one slice or stop at two slices without feeling like you need to eat the entire pizza where you can open a pack of Oreos and take two Oreos out, sit down and eat them and move on with your day. The answer to healing your relationship with food is not creating this false sense of control around your relationship with food. Because at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, do you plan to be on a diet for the rest of your life? And I want you to really think about that. I want you to really think about, do you plan to be on a diet for the rest of your life? Where you're counting your calories, you're tracking your macros, you're weighing your food, you're obsessing over the scale, you're obsessing over your body. Is that how you want to spend the rest of your life? And if that answer is no, then I need you to think for just a second beyond your next diet. Because say you're planning to start a new diet in 2024, great, sure, do you if you feel that is the solution. I can picky promise you if you relate to the things that I talk about with emotional eating and binge eating, it is not the solution. But you have to trust your gut and go with what you think is best for you. But I want you to think about on the other side of that diet. Come 2024, how long do you plan on being on a diet? Because many people fail to realize you're not actually meant to diet for extended periods of time. People who actually diet effectively, who don't have dysfunctional relationships with food, they go on what they will refer to as short-term cuts, where they will spend a couple of weeks, a couple of months, three months maybe, where they are in a calorie deficit and they are losing weight. They will then very intentionally reverse diet so they can get back to maintenance so they're able to maintain their weight loss. Some people will then go ahead and go into a bulk phase if they're training for competitions or they're bodybuilders and they want to put on some mass. They will bulk so that they can put on some muscle and then they will start the process all over again. They're not in a calorie deficit for extended, extended periods of time. We're talking three months. Do you believe that you can achieve your weight loss goals that you have for yourself in three months? Or is it your thought that you're going to be on a diet for the entire year of 2024 and by the end you're going to have lost the 50 pounds that you wanted to lose if you can stay consistent on your diet for that long? But what I need you to think about and what I really want you to give some intentionality and thought to is what happens on the other side of that diet. How do you behave with food when the diet comes to an end? And an easy way to get an answer to that is think about what is the last diet that you went on? And how did your relationship with food change? What was the dynamic like when that diet came to an end? Because the problem for most people is that they live their lives in these phases where they're dieting or they're not dieting. But when they're not dieting, their relationship with food is so dysfunctional that they're going right back to emotionally eating. They're going right back to binge eating. They're going right back to stress eating. They're going right back to compulsively eating. They're going right back to over-consuming calories and quote-unquote undoing everything that they achieved while they were on their diet, which is what leads to this case of yo-yo dieting for your entire life because you go through a phase of weight loss and then you go through a phase of extreme weight gain. And then you go through a phase of weight loss and then you go through a phase of weight gain. 
This is not a healthy way for you to live your life. So unless you plan on being on a diet for the rest of your life, if you have a dysfunctional relationship with food where it's evoking emotions in you like I talked about, or you're participating in behaviors like emotional eating where you don't know how to cope with your emotions without food or you're binge eating, You need to give attention and focus to your relationship with food by changing the way that you think about it, by changing the way that you view it, by changing the way that you behave with it, by rewiring your brain to behave differently, to break free from some of the habits and patterns and behaviors and routines that you have been living in with food for so many years of your life. Healing your relationship with food does not mean more control. It actually means more freedom. You don't need to be more self-disciplined to improve your relationship with food. You don't need to track every calorie to improve your relationship with food. You don't need to eat only healthy things and never have the foods that you enjoy again to heal your relationship with food. You're focused on the wrong things if you're thinking about this. You need to be thinking about and focusing on the actual relationship, which means the dynamic that you have with food. What is the way that you're currently thinking about food? Is this the way that you want to think about food for the rest of your life? How is it that food makes you feel? Is this the way that you want food to make you feel for the rest of your life? How do you currently behave around food? Is this the way that you want to behave with food for the rest of your life? And if those answers are no, then I would really lovingly with just so much compassion because I've been where you are, I would give you the words of wisdom to please consider not starting another diet in 2024 and instead deciding that you are going to give the time and intention to actually doing the deeper healing work. And the deeper healing work is more than just your relationship with food. It's the relationship that you have with yourself, the way that you think about yourself, the way that you identify yourself as a person, the way that you identify yourself within your relationship with food, the standard in which you hold yourself to when it comes to your relationship with food, the relationship that you have with your body, the way that you view your body, the way you feel in your body, the thoughts that you have about what your body is supposed to look like. And of course, the relationship that you have with food your ability to cope with your emotions without using food, your ability to stop eating when you feel satisfied instead of thinking, oh, fuck it, I'll start over on Monday and I'm just going to gorge myself right now. The ability to feel in control, like you're not a zombie that has to go into the kitchen and eat as soon as you feel the thought of, oh my gosh, I have to eat right now. You don't deserve to live the rest of your life this way. And there are other alternatives Sometimes people think, I just need to try harder. I need more willpower. I need more discipline. You don't need more willpower. You don't need more discipline. You need to actually change the relationship that you have with yourself, your body, and food. You don't have to try harder. You just have to try different. And I hope that you will recognize this for yourself Because if you set the same goals for yourself at the start of last year and you didn't achieve the things that you wanted, you have to be honest with yourself about what has changed. I say this in my keynote. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. Famous Albert Einstein. 
are you going to do the same thing over and over and over and expect a different result? Because unless you have fundamentally changed as a person and the relationship that you have with food and your body has changed, it is very unlikely that starting another diet is going to get you a different result than any other diet that you started in the past. I know with certainty that I would be right back to 300 pounds right now had I not actually healed my relationship with food because I never in my life have been able to maintain my size, my weight, the clothes that I wear until I actually healed my relationship with food because I only knew how to live my life in one of two places, losing weight or gaining weight. And finally, I am at a place where I am able to maintain a healthy weight for my body, where I feel incredible in my body. I think I look pretty damn good. My relationship with food is amazing. I feel so at peace. I feel so much freedom. I'm happier than ever. And that is because I made the decision to heal my relationship with food, to work on the way that I feel about myself, the standards that I have for myself, the boundaries that I have for myself, the mindset that I have around food in my body. And that is what I want to help you do in 2024. If you are ready to start this work now, my brand new emotional eating program, Stop Feeding Your Feelings, starts tomorrow. And inside of this program, I am delivering to you 10 brand new trainings on your mindset around your relationship with yourself, your body, and food. Inside of this course, we are covering so many incredible things, topics that I have never taught on before, things that I've never shared before, strategies that I have never taught before for the woman who wants to achieve the things that I'm talking about inside of this podcast episode, a new relationship with herself, a new relationship with her body, and a different, powerful, empowering, peaceful, balanced, relationship with food. That is what you deserve in 2024. And if there's one thing I can pinky promise you, my love, it's that starting another diet is not the answer. There is a reason why my clients are getting the results that they want for themselves, completely healing their relationships with food and feeling better in their lives than they have ever felt when it comes to how they feel within their inner peace, the way that they show up with food and in so many other areas of their lives. It's because of the work that we're doing. You change the things that you want to change by intentionally focusing on changing the thing that wants to be changed. Again, You don't have a baby to heal your relationship. Don't start another diet to heal your relationship with food. Okay. I love you guys so much. Link to join Stop Feeding Your Feelings is in the show notes of this episode. Feel free to send me a DM if you have any questions at all. I love you guys to absolute pieces. And I hope that you're not just abandoning yourself for the last month of the year because that's just ridiculous. And you deserve to show up powerfully for yourself, no matter the day of the week, no matter the time of the year. Only doing it when it's convenient and easy is not going to get you the life that you want. Okay. I love you. And We'll talk to you on the next episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. See you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. I hope you know that your support in helping me grow the podcast this year, it means so much to me. If we aren't already connected on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram or join the join Jessica XO free Facebook community for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life 
to the best of your ability. Make sure you check out the show notes of today's episode for links to freebies, upcoming opportunities to work with me and ways that we can stay connected outside of the podcast. I love you so much. And I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode of the queen of pep talks podcast. In the meantime, go fuck this day up in the best way possible.